0: This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, a big week for local boys basketball teams in the conference playoffs. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Dunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. The show starts with the same thing as the past few weeks, the Bradshaw Mountain and Prescott Boys basketball teams, as each are high seeds in the 4A Conference playoffs. The number three seeded Bears on Thursday beat region foe, number 14 seed Coconino, 54 38 at home, marking the third time the Bears have beat the Panthers this season. They have another playoff game on Wednesday as they host number six seeded Cactus at 7 p.m. Cactus went 14 4 overall in the regular season, finishing second in the 4A West Valley with a 7 3 region mark. After losing in the open state playoffs, like Bradshaw, They rebounded in the opening round of the conference playoffs last week in a 63-52 win over number 11-seeded Pueblo. Joining the show to continue talking Bradshaw Mountain Boys Basketball is head coach Kane Atkinson. Kane, how are you? And thanks for joining the show again.
1: I'm good, Torrance. How are you? Appreciate you having me.
0: I'm doing great. Thank you. So, got back on track with a win in the opening round of the 4A conference playoffs last week
1: over Coconino. What were your thoughts on that one? Uh, I thought we played pretty well. Um, I thought that, you know, we did a really good job of executing our defensive game plan. And and that's where it, you know, it starts with us. You know, when we're successful, we're, you know, we're locked in defensively. And I felt like against Coconino, we we really did a good job with that.
0: Do you think it might have helped you guys a little bit uh, playing a uh, region team uh, it, w- with that uh, opening round of the 4A conference? Or do you think it might have been harder than playing a team that, you know, doesn't uh, know
1: you guys as well? Right. Yeah, I wasn't. Honestly, I wasn't very excited for it. Um, I thought that that's just a it's a tough matchup, especially, you know, they're in our region. We've played them twice already. Um, but the two games that we played them previous, we never really had an opportunity to to come up with a game plan and do a bunch of scouting as we were. You know, they were the second game of a, like a doubleheader. Um, so we felt pretty confident actually having a game plan and you know being a lot more familiar with them.
0: So this uh this next matchup coming up on Wednesday at 7 p.m it's against the cactus cobras uh, another home game for you guys uh haven't seen the cactus cobras this year what are you looking forward to and uh what needs to happen to move on to the semifinals
1: uh they're gonna be extremely tough um they got a they got a seven footer that's you know he's a monster um so we know that we have our work cut out with him you know our work cut out with him um but I I really like the matchup I think that we you know, I think we match up really well. And and again, it's just another great opportunity for us to compete against a a really tough program.
0: So your first year as the head coach at Bradshaw, uh, how are you and the team kind of handling each round of these playoffs? Is is it just kind of like one game at a time? You're not even worrying about, you know, if we win this, we go to the semifinals. Uh, How does that kind of environment compare?
1: No, we're just taking it one game at a time. Um, you know, I think that we do a really good job of, of scouting our opponents and coming up with a, with a really good game plan to, you know, give us a chance to be successful. And I think that, you know, the St. Mary's game, you know, I thought we did a really good job of trying to execute a game plan and then against Coconino and, you know, playing Cactus again, it's going to come down to a, a really well executed game plan. And, and I think that, you know, I think that the kids are very excited for it. All right, Kane, thanks for joining the show. Good luck on Wednesday and look forward to
0: talking with you again. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. A win for Bradshaw Mountain which set up a road game against number two seeded Peoria or a home game against number 10 seeded Dysert in the semifinals on Saturday at 7 p.m. We'll recap the Prescott Boys Basketball Conference playoff opening win and what's next as head coach Travis Stedman joins the show. But first, winter is here. Can your heater handle it? Yevapai Plumbing and Heating will keep your home warm and toasty all winter long. Go to YPEInc.com to schedule your service. That's YPEInc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. The number four seed Badgers, after their open state playoff loss, rebounded in a close 61 54 win over the number 13 seed South Point Catholic Lancers at home last week. That win sets up a round two matchup versus the number five seed Mesquite Wildcats at home on Wednesday at 7 p.m. The Wildcats this year went 14-4 overall and 9-1 in the 4A Desert Sky, good for second place. After also losing in the Open State playoffs, they dismantled the number 12 seed Thunderbird at home in a 84-55 win. Joining the show to continue talking Prescott High School Boys Basketball is head coach Travis Stedman. Travis, thanks for joining the show again. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks for the
2: invite again. It's always nice to be reinvited back, you know, I must have... Uh... Must have been a good guest before. So,
0: Oh, thank you. You're always welcome on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Appreciate that.
0: So a win against South point Catholic at home last week, uh, a bit of a nail biter in the opening round of the four, a conference playoffs. What were your thoughts on that game?
2: Uh, you know, South point's pretty good. Um, they, uh, they came out and played really hard. Um, honestly, uh, You know, we were battling some uh, some illness, some conditioning issues, hadn't got a lot of practice time in. And so we had a a load of excuses. But uh, South Point took advantage of that pretty early. But, you know, fortunately enough that we uh, we were able to battle through some of that stuff and, you know, play a little bit, a little bit extra heart moving down the stretch and and able to uh, squeak that thing out at the end.
0: So obviously uh, I couldn't attend that game, but from what I, uh, from what I saw, it looked like a pretty lively crowd there in the dome. Uh, Do you think that helped in the final minutes there? And especially, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, having some things that went against you guys before the game even started? You know, honestly, yeah, it, uh, you know, a lot of times you, when you play a game in the
2: dome, it, it, uh, it's loud in there typically, but the crowd was just waiting for something. You could just tell, you could just feel the anticipation that they were ready to uh, ready to explode at any point. And, you know, once uh, once we started putting the ball in the hoop, you could just, like, you could just feel the energy just build and build and build. The crowd was amazing.
0: So uh, you got another home game, those who uh, had missed last week's home game, home playoff game. You got another one this week on Wednesday, and it's against Mesquite at 7 p.m., uh, first time facing the Wildcats this season, uh, who went fourteen and four in the regular season. Uh, what needs to happen in that game for Prescott to move on to the semifinals?
2: You know, we're uh, we're going to have to defend. Uh, we're going to have to make sure that we uh, we get back in transition. They're real quick. They're real athletic. Um, they're fast. They do a really good job defending and getting out and getting easy buckets. And so we've got to be at our best and taking care of the basketball and. Finishing possessions on offense and sprint back on defense because uh, otherwise they're going to exploit that pretty quickly.
0: Travis, thanks for joining the show and look forward to talking with you again soon.
2: Hey, of course, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. A win would set up a home game against number eight seed Deer Valley or a road game against number one seed ALA Gilbert North on Saturday at 7 p.m. in the semifinals. Now, This is very forward-thinking, since both Bradshaw and Prescott have to win their next two games in the quarter and semifinals, but if they can, the bracket works out that Bradshaw and Prescott would face each other for the conference championship on March 2nd. Obviously, neither team is looking that far, but us as the media and fans, we can dream about what an awesome scenario that would be to showcase local sports. For now, though, it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. Not much on the high school sports scene other than boys basketball for Bradshaw and Prescott as the winter sports regular season has wrapped and spring sports have yet to get underway. The number six seed Bradshaw Mountain boys soccer team fell in the quarterfinals to number three seed Barry Goldwater 6-0 last week. That was actually the team's first loss as they went 11-0-1 overall in the regular season, won the 4A Grand Canyon Region, and beat Deer Valley in the opening round of the state playoffs. The number 8 seed Prescott Girls Soccer team also fell in their quarterfinal game last week, 3-0 to number 1 seed Walden Grove. The team in the regular season went 8-4 overall and 3-3 three and three in the 4A Grand Canyon Region. Meanwhile, the Badger wrestling team finished with four state placers. Landon Francis placed sixth after taking a forfeit due to an injury. Adam Lloyd also placed sixth. Wyatt Roerts placed third, and Cody Hanna placed second. Over to collegiate sports now, starting off with the Yavapai College Rough Riders. The men's basketball team dropped both games last week, 69-49 to Mesa and 77-63 to South Mountain last week. That brings their record to 7-20 overall and 4-15 in the conference as they have home games this week against Arizona Western on a Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. and Glendale on Saturday at 2 p.m. The women's basketball team lost the number 8 Mesa 74-35 on the road Wednesday but rebounded with a Road 81-57 win against South Mountain at 9-16 overall and 6-13 in the conference. They also play home games against Arizona Western and Glendale this week. With the game against Arizona Western on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. and Glendale on Saturday at 4 p.m. The baseball team dropped both games to Pima in a doubleheader, but got back in the win column with a doubleheader win against number 13 ranked Coach. In the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday against Coach, Danny Schweitzer went two for four with two RBIs. At 5-5 five five overall and 2-2 two and two in conference play, they take on Arizona Western in a doubleheader on the road Tuesday before playing Thompson Rivers in a doubleheader at home on Thursday and South Mountain in a doubleheader on the road on Saturday. All start times are noon and 2.30 p.m. The softball team, after a 14-11 win against Paradise Valley on Tuesday, had the second game of the doubleheader called due to rain, and it will be made up on April 1st. Yavapai College will have a pretty good lead to work with when play resumes, as they were up 15-3 in the bottom of the second. The Rough Riders then, however, dropped both games of the doubleheader on the road Saturday against Arizona Western, being outscored 19-2. At 1-6 overall, they have doubleheaders on the road against Chandler Gilbert on Tuesday and South Mountain on Saturday. Over to Embry-Riddle now, as the women's basketball team earned wins last week against Westcliff 68-54 and St. Catherine 63-56 to end the regular season. In the win against St. Catherine on Friday, Zachariah King led the team with 20 points at 18-10 overall and 14-6 in the conference. They begin the 2023 CalPAC tournament on Saturday at 8.30pm at Bell Bank Park in Mesa against Benedictine Mesa. The men's basketball team meanwhile ended the regular season with losses to Westcliff and St. Catherine. The team in the regular season went 9-18 overall and 7-13 in conference play. The men's wrestling team ended the regular season taking third place in day one and fifth place in day two of the Cascade Conference Championships. The baseball team, with a 3-10 record, is back this week from a short break as they look to get back on track on Tuesday with a road game against Arizona Christian and four road games over the weekend against La Sierra. The softball team, meanwhile, is also back on the diamond after a short break with two on the road Saturday against Arizona Christian. They swept Arizona Christian in their last games played on February 11th, 4-3, and 9-6. The team has a 5-5 overall record. As I do every week, I'll end the show by giving my thoughts on some state sports. Baseball is officially back, as each team's full squad has reported to camp. While the D-backs didn't spend much money, they have a very exciting team that was made from drafts over previous years and interesting trades. Just a few things that could happen are Zach Gallen winning a Cy Young Award, Corbin Carroll blossoming into a star and winning Rookie of the Year, the continued development of young guys like Alec Thomas and Jake McCarthy, along with more of the team's youth, like recently acquired star-catching prospect Gabriel Moreno, among others. There's also the potential of some lottery tickets, like Kyle Lewis from the Mariners, and who knows if Evan Longoria has another great season in him. The team on Monday offered a willingness for additions if they are in the playoff hunt. Let's hope for AZ Sports fans that happens and that the front office and ownership keeps their word because there's a lot of buzz locally about this team. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.